Hello, everybody watching at home. We are live. I'm Naomi here to talk to you about the best survivor charity game on YouTube, Live to Give Fans vs. Favorites versus Famous. I am so excited because this is an all-star panel of some Rob goddesses of an amazing season of Live to Give. First of all, her third appearance on the podcast. It's like we're hanging out every week at this point. <laughs> Janaki, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for you know inviting me back. Thank you for being here each and every time. I'm so glad to have you here once more, except for under different and more upsetting circumstances. We also have Miss Megan. Megan, how are you doing? Are you, and I assume you're not a dog still. Not a dog. You I'm mean not a dog. No, not, I'm doing great. I'm, I'm so happy to see all your faces. It really makes me smile. We are excited to have you as well. Again, I can I know that this podcast is going to be amazing. Like I can already tell. And joining us, we have Elaine, the the one who fell on her sword for the rest of her tribe. But more importantly, kicked ass this whole game. Elaine, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I've I've actually been sick for a week, so I, I'm actually feeling a whole lot better than I did a couple days ago. Thought I was dying, but I didn't <laughs> die. I'm, I'm here. So, but you're still here. And uh, with us, less important than these three, but I guess he's still important to the franchise as a whole. It's Alex Wagner. Alex, what is up? Oh, just living the dream as usual. Excited to talk with uh, the best, uh, the best uh, panel I think we've had so far. No offense to the other panels; they're gonna Ooh, probably kill uh -oh. me for that. We got throwing good... shade. Shots fired. I, I am throwing shade. All the chat's gonna explode in a second. <laughs> Shots fired. Hi, Cam. Cam's for Gorgeous Soul and Alex Wagner. Yep, Cam, I stand uh, by my comment. I stand by my comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're here to talk about the most recent Live to Give episode, a an episode where three the group split into three different tribes of five, and they all go to tribal council. One of the most dramatic episodes I've ever seen. Um, and, and to start this off, guys, I have to ask. I have to ask each and every one of you. Did you expect this new tribe swap coming? You're at 15. You're surprised with a jury feast. Did you expect that you were going to go back into new tribes, Janicky? I did not. I thought that once we hit that jury feast, um, that we were kind of in that bird situation. So I didn't know that we were going to spread up um, once again. Yeah. yeah. I, I lost all my people, it seemed like. And it was, I was, uh, I still had Lance. Lance was on my tribe. But, like, Janky was gone. Like, it was, like, Elder, me and Elder were together, so that was good. But I was like, where'd all my people go? Like, this is terrible. But then I got put with a bunch of people I liked, and I thought, well, this is even freaking worse than it was before. <laughs> yeah, it was, I didn't like it. You're, listen, this, this game is nuts. I, I told y'all out there, I, well, the people that would listen to me when I was talking, uh, I, I, it was like way worse than Survivor. It really is. It's, it's way worse than Survivor. You heard it here first, just so y'all know. <laughs> we're gonna dig into that in just a second. Megan, did you expect that we were gonna swap into three tribes of five? So that was a really eye-opening thing for me. Watching this back, listening to people's confessionals saying things like, "Well, we were thinking there might be Exile Island." Are we thinking there might be like five by five? But and I was thinking, holy cow, like these people are they know how to play because I was literally like, what's happening in the next five minutes? Yeah, just that's like, me. And I started the game. I mean, I just couldn't even think like what was happening next because like listening to Carter and people say, 
I'm excited to start playing just made me feel exhausted watching that episode because <laughs> I didn't have time to think about what was next because for me it was just like can I re- can I make it through the next you know no five? it's called rapid fire survivor <laughs> is what it's called yeah. that's exactly so no, what it I, is. yeah I hadn't thought about anything at all other than just like stay alive Megan stay alive yeah. So Alex, I want to ask you, where did the idea of the jury feast come from? Because I remember you told me about this twist and I loved it because I'm a big proponent of, you know, you should try and have everybody in the jury meet everybody in the game. And you have such amazing fundraisers for Live to Give, so that just doesn't happen all the time. But this is a genius idea, I thought. Where did it come from? Uh, to be honest, I have like a very strange brain and I'll be sitting at work one day or like, yeah, we in know the middle that of, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys have probably found that out, but I'll be like all of a sudden in the middle of sleep and I'll wake up in the middle of the night and just have an idea and I'll write it down on my notes app on my phone and then go back to it and think of stuff. Um, but when I pitched it to Brandon, he liked it. The main reason we wanted to have like the jury start earlier. Cause we didn't like the, I mean, you, before this part of the game, if you watch back at like some of the confessionals that weren't aired, a lot of the contestants are like, yeah, we think the jury is going to start at like 13 or 12. And that's always expected. But this is our biggest cast we've ever had. So we wanted to also accommodate for that. And with COVID and everything going on, we wanted to give people the experience of being on the jury. Um, so, yeah, we decided to start it earlier. And I think the three of them, I don't know for sure, but I want to say they might be lying a little bit about not expecting the tribes because when we revealed the jury, when Brand, what they didn't show on the episode is when jury, when the jury feast was announced, everybody's like, wait he didn't say merge and they all started talking right away about how there was like the, he didn't say merge did he say merge no there was no merge said so then they were like all going over the place like well what does that exactly mean but they, they might not be fully telling the truth you're giving me me personally too much credit because all i was thinking was is somebody said feast somebody <laughs> somebody said something about some food that's all i know okay that's fair maybe maybe elaine was only focused on that but there were other yeah, people that, that were it. talking that was it it's true. I remember some contestants were coming up to me being like, did he say jury? Did he say merge? And I was like, I don't know. I was listening, but I very much knew. And I was like, I can't say anything. So don't ask me. Uh, and this was so fun. But uh, you guys, I don't know who does and doesn't know this, but Bergen finds at the feast on the front table, he tries to be pretty sneaky about it. Although old Bergen. I don't think oh, old Bergen is very sneaky. I caught him. I caught I seen him. He gets an extra jury vote, which can be used not only if he's on the jury, but if he's in the final three, he would get a jury vote. Now, this is a great twist, really exciting stuff. But did you guys see, I know, Elaine, that you had eyes like a sniper. You saw him. Did Janicki or Megan, you see Bergen get this advantage? I didn't. And I think, actually, I think I sat right next to him when we ate. So <laughs> it didn't Janky, really. didn't I tell you? Did I get I to tell you? So. you? I was well, telling you know everybody. I, don't I know. know. I know. I told Lance and uh, who else? I, I think I told Elder. Like I was telling my people, you know. So if he wasn't, <laughs> well, lying, I, I, didn't, I don't. I remember. definitely heard Elaine. So whoever you told, it was like telephone down the table. Because before I left the table, I heard that he had it, and I didn't know what it was, but it was like our whole side of the table knew that he had something. Well, I, I want to listen. I didn't get to play with him, so I wanted all y'all to know. That he had it. And then once I got to know him, I was like, yo, I wish I hadn't done my boy like that. Because I love me some old burger. Well, I think that everybody expected something there. Because, of course, you have to if you know Survivor. And I would say that for me was the hardest part of that night, that merge feast, was that 
it happened in the pitch black. I mean, it was yeah. pitch black. And I've only played this once before, but when I made it to the merge, it was broad daylight. And you could see who was in the woods and you could see you could see the pizza boxes and you could see I mean, you could see everything. And this was like really clandestine the whole night. I mean, people would be in the woods, turn their flashlights off. And then people would be like shining their flashlights in the woods to see who was back there. And it, it added this element to me that was really creepy. And um, I didn't expect that because, you know, you know how it is when you all come together, everybody just goes and runs. But it was, it was completely. Camp was crazy. Yeah, camp so, was crazy. The nighttime thing, that was, I was so a yeah, little instigator. Yeah, if you ever do this again, when you do it again, the nighttime was really cool. That was cool. Yeah. Um, well, uh, so I want to know more about this nighttime because uh, Alex and I, we said peace out. We're going to go sleep at Alex's basement, have fun suffering in the woods. Uh, Janicki, for your perspective, what was the strategy like in this sort of evening purgatory? If you don't know if you're merged, you're just on the jury. How was it for you? Um, so that, that, that night with all the jury, my game plan was to talk to people I haven't talked to because I knew I was solid with Elaine. I didn't need to spend all night laying next to Elaine and yeah. talking to her because I knew we were we were tight. <laughs> yeah, and um, I, you know, it's it's trying to get in those cracks. So I knew I was strong with Elizabeth, but I wasn't like strong with her like I was with Elaine. So actually, I spent a lot of my time on the tarp with Derek and Angie and Elizabeth for a while, um, and just trying to make those conversations with them a little bit. And look I what did. they did to you, Janicky. Derek and Elizabeth. <laughs> Yo, I rolled over, I rolled over on that tarp, and they were all talking about the boys on the other side. And they were like, Oh, they're doing this, they're doing that. And what did I start doing? I said, Yo, y'all should go look for an idol. I started telling all of them, I was like, You should go look too. Why not? They're looking. And so I really think like Derek and them got up, didn't they? Didn't they yeah, get up and like go we like did. we we had to go to the bathroom, I think. Yeah, I was but, instigating on the tarp. I wasn't going nowhere. I was yeah, you were by, sitting there. You were grabbing all the blankets, then getting cozy no. while everybody else was looking for idols. <laughs> I was telling him, I was like, y'all should go look. You should go. Yeah, do that. Well, and I, I I, slept in between Elder and Serena. Well, Elder, I knew I was tight. I knew I was solid with Elder. So yeah. I should have I should have slept. Moved somewhere on else. On a different tarp, you know? Yeah. Because mm -hmm. that could have changed everything. Yeah, but them boys, uh, what they do were you all think, locked what up. What do you think all those boys would have done? Like, all of them. If I would have just, like, picked up my backpack and, like, went and laid right down next to him, like, right smack down in the middle. I'm like, what Dude, the boys? Because Megan, hot dogs I would have went with right? you. Like, <laughs> I mean, Megan. I should have just went right in there with them. Megan, we should have talked about this. We could have been like, yo, we love sausage parties. <laughs> and we could have went over. I would have totally done that with you. I, I mean, that would have been so much fun. Been, I should have. I mean, that's that would have been a perfect thing for my personality on the show. It's just like, yeah. why did I? Why did I stay on the? I should have just like hitched up my sweatpants and gone right over there. Yeah, I should have done that too. But I was too. I was too busy instigating the one side that was being chill. The other side was being frantic. Cam and all of them. They were all running in the woods. And so I, the chill people. I was telling them. I was like, Yo, y'all should go look. So I was like, but I should have done what Megan, Megan, that's a great idea. We should have totally done Camp that. Camp says he was overheating, which, you know, I don't get a lot. I've never heard from any Survivor player that they were too hot at night. So I think that's a first for you, Cam. I Good do remember that, Cam, because I was actually really excited to connect with you, like in the merge. And I looked over and there's all these people like huddled by the fire. And then 
Cam's like way in the back all by himself sleeping. And then everyone's starting to go to sleep and then Cam wakes up. It's this whole like who's laying down, who's standing up, who's who's sitting where, um, who's in the woods. Um, at one point I was talking to Derek in the woods and people started shining flashlights all over us and we're like, run! And like he went that way and I went this way. And like, you never like knew when you were going to get caught in the flashlight. Um, and, I, and I think there's like this, and I, I probably started it with like my confessional and it, it did really seem like there were like, like this fire was like dividing people but in mm -hmm. reality I don't think it was that I think people were just like coming and hunkering down and you sleep by who you're comfortable by and but then people were like should I lay down or should I get up mm, you know yeah. and then Elaine starts stirring the pot and then people start getting up and then it's like well who's up who's sleeping and then no. it's like paranoia like the funny the thing from are they talking Megan the funny thing is is like you had the log and you had all these eyes like this over the lock and then you had on the other side people were looking back on the other side that was the funniest thing it was I like just you trying there. to see like you were counting like who's gone from their side who's, who's still over there from... yeah and then there was also like the middle though like i think there was like you know lane you and i were like on the side kind of yeah i don't know we were silos yeah. <laughs> well, i remember i don't know if anybody remembers this because you guys weren't on the og green tribe but the green tribe was so territorial about their blankets and their pillows because the way that you guys like kept moving tribes they were always like should we bring them with us should we bring them with us and i was like i don't know like i don't want to make you schlep your blankets but they ended up at this merge or at this jury sort of combination and then they were so mad when you guys like swapped to three tribes five they're like well we don't have our blankets and pillows anymore it was like james and ryan i was like guys it like this is gonna be very temporary you will be back there in a second chill out about the pillows come on they're very territorial well, about that i i remember so i was in between elder and serena and i remember serena was trying to like dead ass sleep just sleep <laughs> and i'm thinking in my mind because i was trying to have small talk with her because i hadn't talked much with her at all. I was on that one drive with her for a split second. And um, I was thinking in my head, I was like, she's not very talkative. She's either really comfortable exhausted. or, you know, she just wasn't really talking game. Like it was just periodically like little whispers here or there. So I almost felt like I was being really annoying, but I kept trying to talk with her and make small talk. Cause I remember James and Bergen were laying next to each other and they just kept talking and talk like whispering and it almost I, I just remember like rolling my eyes and being like to Serena be like oh my god like they just need to shut up because it was every little thing that like people moved it was like those two were just whispering with each other and it was really hard to get in and talk with them because I knew they were a tight bond at that point and yeah. so I just kind of kept to myself and just kind of tried to keep talking with Serena because at that point Elder I think was sleeping but yeah. Hey, Megan, I got another idea. You know what we should have do? Did you ever steamroll when you was a kid? Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Dude, I'm having like visions right now. I should have just gone and popped right down. Yes. Steamroller. I, we thing. totally should have steamrolled all that those guys over attention. there. I don't know, Elaine, I think the two of us were up that entire night. I mean, I remember like I would get up, put one on, you get up and put one on and you weren't feeling super well. And yeah. I know I just was felt so bad because I was like, if Megan, if you move again, Elaine is going to kill you. Cause I was just like back and forth. I don't know what was wrong, but for some reason that weekend, I, I, I don't think I slept a second, but I will tell you, it seemed like everybody else did settle to sleep mm -hmm. that night. I mean, it did yeah. seem like it, except for maybe the two of us. Yeah. I just, I, I, I had a hard time sleeping on the Island anyway. Uh, these old bones just don't make it on the ground like it used to. So it's like, 
And and I wasn't feeling good on top of that. I mean, I, I was miserable there for the longest time. I hung in there. Hey, listen, if my boy Aaron hadn't talked, I would have been out the day before because uh, I had I felt like pure crap. And yeah. uh, he's like, no, I'll stick it out. I was like, you're right. I got to stick it out. And then when I got with those stupid people, I'm mad at them now for being on my <laughs> tribe because I got with them. I was like, yo, they there's like Bergen and, and Lance. Like they were so into it and so like, all of them, they were playing so hard, and I, I just felt terrible that I was gonna take one of their spots when they wanted it so bad, and I just, I'm like, yo, it's my time, I'm out of here. But yeah, I, I couldn't sleep, and and we were up for a lot of hours. That's all I remember, a lot yeah. of hours. It was brutal, and uh, in the morning, uh, you guys coming in and and this tribe split. I, I mean. And also, Alex, I'll say this. This is the most effed up challenge to put after, like, an exhausting night. Like, to put the challenge that you need the most sort of mental fortitude to get through is messed up. And you guys are mean for doing that. It's the gross <laughs> food eating challenge. Disgusting. I mean, it, we could have been worse. When Brandon said, are you guys hungry on that night? We could He could have been, are you guys hungry? We do a food challenge right away. So it could have uh, been worse. It could have been worse. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, I bowed out before I even got up there. So it was like, I got a weak stomach. My wife will tell you, like, I have a weak stomach. I cannot eat things I do not like. I I have a very bad gag reflex. So, like, if I start, if so, if I think of something gross, I will, I will basically almost make myself throw up. Like, that's, so there was no way I could have, Megan, my hat's off to you for chowing down like you did. Jakey, you done pretty good too, though, didn't you? What you did you get through a couple of them? No, I I took like two bites of. That. Oh, you didn't even. I thought yeah, you got through one or two out. of them. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I'm you like me then because I just Ugh. cannot. I couldn't handle it. No, Megan. Janicky's tribe was Janicky's tribe was like the fascinating tribe because they all like Carter finished theirs and they all looked around and they're like, "You guys gonna finish?" Oh, okay. Like, let's just all give it to him because we're not going to beat Carter. It so, was. Intimate. I actually have a question about that because, you know, for, right from the beginning, we were told like you are eating in every round, and you like have to just keep going. And for me, that that part was hard because when I've done eating things in the past, or often when you see it on Survivor, it's like you have one person from your team go and like take turns, and you have to eat one gross thing. And I wonder how many people like that impacted mentally because. Even if you finish the baby food, it's like, you know, you have more you have to eat. So why eat yeah. the baby food if you're not going to make it through the next round? Like, I'm wondering, like, how much that impacted people's mental state. I'd be curious to know if that if that really impacted anyone's decision making. Yeah, I've, I'm curious to know, like, uh, if it was like, OK, one person from your tribe roll up, if more people would have hung in. To see, like, okay, say say Carter ate the baby food, and then the next round it was something that somebody else was like, okay, well, maybe I could do this one. I think the challenge would have lasted a lot longer, and y'all would have probably been eating some. Yeah. Well, because you know it's you know it's gonna get worse, right? You know, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's gonna get worse, so you have to like mentally tell yourself, like, oh, this round's not gross. I can do this. Yeah, um, that's what. Which is hard to do when the first round's gross. Well, and one thing looking back, I think after seeing how this year went, like to be fully honest with you guys, I did not expect that many people to drop out when we were planning the challenge. But I think looking back, 
if we were to change anything, I think making Carter and Elder have to finish all of the rounds that all the other winners mm. finish to be able to get that immunity necklace. They probably are watching this right now like, thank God they didn't make that rule because Carter would have to be just eating just for fun. But I, I feel like that would be one thing to like spice it up a little bit because that was one area where it was like, okay, Carter literally just – I mean, and granted, some of you in here probably like just finishing baby food isn't that easy, but Carter only had to finish baby food, whereas Megan had to eat all of the baby food, horseradish, heart of palm and some dog food and then she didn't even get immunity but Carter I did. forgot about the heart of palm oh my god that looked I know everything was pretty nasty but that for some reason looked like a like a messed up cheese stick to me and I really didn't want I I was filming <laughs> you guys and I was just like I had my camera so far away from me because I was like I cannot be near any of this what I think is I would have known what it was like duh heart of palm but like my brain wasn't working if, if, some, if someone would have said Megan you're eating a plant it was just like I didn't expect it to be. Oh, it was nothing like when you look at it. It was nothing like you. You don't know what, what it tastes like. Um. You, okay, do you know what like water chestnuts taste like? No. Like you know, like it was what they're called like in the Chinese food. So it was really no. like it was kind of like like really 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 hard Jello. Like because when you bite it, it would juice out like crazy. It would just no. like squirt out, but it was super hard. Um, and Yo, it would yeah. break. It would break. I don't know enough. Alex, did you, did you, Megan, did you t taste test the food? It's so disgusting. Um, I, I did not, Megan. I did not taste test any of the food. Um, well, actually, that's not true. I have taste tested baby food in the past, but I had not taste tested when you was a baby. Well, not that, oh, not yeah. that far back, like maybe a few years ago, I tested it out. People crack that baby food and like immediately you start hearing it. I mean, you just start hearing and I wasn't oh, yeah. any better. I was doing it too. But um, I mean, to be honest, one, a lot of my like a lot of my theatrics was completely like that's my strategy. And <laughs> I in a challenge like that for sure because I'm a really competitive person and if people are watching me, I don't want to lose. And so if I'm quietly like you know, then I will maybe bow out. But if I can get everyone to watch me, then if I have an audience, like, oh yeah, like, oh she's the star. The more Turn I on. like ham it up, the more I can eat it. How also, know, I think what I don't what know flavor baby like, food. Wait, they want to know what flavor baby food. Mary, oh, oh, thanks oh, for the happy go. birthday, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary's happy birthday. Happy when is your birthday, Lane? It's next week. It's the 13th. Me and Mary go way back. She's a she's a big fan of mine. We go way back and uh she's good people. But Love they want to know they want to know what flavor baby food. I didn't taste it, so I don't know. Was it squash? They the green one in... was horrible. The green one was like spinach and broccoli or something really nasty. Yeah, yeah. something Thanksgiving, like I remember it being Thanksgiving because somebody said it in the Lance episode, yeah, but they're like it was. It tastes like like a Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. dinner. Oh, Alex, wait for future, future seasons. I can I just go ahead and throw this out there. You do it just like Jeff does. You bring you a blender, get you a few oh. ingredients. Yo, get, this, is coming, this is coming from a person who wasn't even going to eat baby food nah, by itself. No, I'm not eating it. I'm not eating that. Time <laughs> but, off for a second. Fun fact though, Alex and I actually went head to head with a blended. Mm. Food eating challenge. Oh, I know about this. What yes, was yes, in yes. it? What was in it? Oh, I don't remember. There was ketchup and something. I had else, like but... blue cheese. Did you I just had chunks. Uh, Who won? Well, it was blended for us. I'll tell you this. 
I knew in that moment, like when we were planning the event, I was like, no offense, Janicky, but I was like, food eating is probably not going to be Janicky's after competing with her in that <laughs> challenge. Yeah. It wouldn't have been I, mine either. No. The worst that, part, it, too, is like, I will say, like, the worst part is the aftermath. Like, when you're done eating, like, it doesn't leave you. Like, it is like, I mean, it's hours after. I mean, I'm walking back and I'm still barfing, like, on the trail on the yeah. way back. Like, it's still with you. And that's the worst part is that. Like not only are you still sick, but you lost. So that's just that's horrible. Right. That's a horrible feeling. But um It can't be as worse of a feeling as Maggie or volunteer who is running one of the cameras when Lance decides to take a bite of the baby food and it, you can barely see it in the episode because the angle's focused on Serena, but he just spits it. I mean it goes like all over her shoulder. I, she, but throw it I up. will tell you this, she was sitting there like the spit went on her and she was just like locked in she's like i'm not moving i'll, I'll get the rest of this she's so, getting the shot yeah she's the shot. <laughs> she got it anything well i mean the facial product. expressions though like this season like i mean the characters like you go from like cam to serena to lance to like i mean all the way down elizabeth like the reactions down the line were priceless i mean elders like yeah i mean everybody had i mean everybody had such dude, a dude elder was shaken elder reactions. was shaken yeah he, no, well i was gonna was say shaking. you guys made him finish which i i i have to say alex i mean like yeah maybe if carter and ryan had to do the rest of like the dog food in the heart of palm that would have been gross but what i appreciated about this is that you were like no you got to finish it if somebody drops out like you need to finish and I remember Elder was just, like, looking at me, like, am I done yet? And I was like, no, <laughs> you have to keep going. Oh, my gosh. Well, well and that's actually something that is interesting, too, because, like, that changes the game. Like, Angie, I mean, they didn't show it necessarily, but Angie took a good long time to finish that dog. Yes, she did. I mean, honest to goodness, it was longer than they showed, and she had to finish it or no necklace. It's and dog food. Of course it took her a long her do it, time. Like, she has to finish it. I mean, you can't come that far and not finish it. And I, I would have been just heartbroken if she, I mean, even though I needed her to lose, like I, I would have been heartbroken if she went that far and then couldn't finish it because, um, Wait. it was amazing that she was able to put that down. Megan, don't, don't knock yourself. Cause you did, you did really well. You I did mean, awesome. Megan, you, you yeah. tried and that's way more than I did. So it's like, pat yourself on the back. I'm going to send you some dog treats. I should have sent them to you for I know. Christmas. So, okay. So here's the question, like the strategy, here's what I did wrong. Cause you know how you are like you guys, anybody who's played this game, all you do is think for like weeks and months yeah. about what you did wrong. I decided I was going to chew it. But then I couldn't chew it. Like, it wouldn't break. Should have so just then swallowed. I'm like, then I'm going to swallow it. But we couldn't drink water. And that's something they didn't even bring. Like, we were not allowed to drink oh, water. Oh, yeah. So, like, brutal. when I played last time, you could put a little food in and, like, water it down. I, it would just get stuck. I couldn't swallow it or chew it. And my teeth just weren't. Like, I didn't have, like, sharp enough, <laughs> sharp enough like, dog teeth. <laughs> so then that got in my head. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you need dog teeth. And um, that just got to my head. Like, oh. I, I just couldn't. It was, I don't know if Angie, I'd be curious to know, Angie, if you were chewing or swallowing, because I couldn't figure yeah. out. I should have just picked one because I kept going back and forth. And Angie Wait. says, I'm 90% sure there are actual bones in there, which is the worst thing I've seen in a long time. <laughs> Wait, wait! I, you I, are a rock star. I I know we're on. I know we're on this episode, but can we can we go back and talk about just for just because it's the three of us here, uh, the challenge where we did the plate thing. Dude, oh, we beast yeah. mode that. We beast mode that. Did. I just I just want to put that out there because you know the three of us are on the screen, so it's like we did so good in that challenge. We really did. We did awesome. And I, I did. Really, I, 
I will say, Megan, you are seriously the best cheerleader I've Partner. ever had in my life. Like really we are. could be losing by a ton or winning by a ton. Either way, you just are the biggest. You are the biggest. You are yeah, everyone's I biggest cheerleader. I mean it. I mean it. I just yeah. remember you kept saying, "She's like your communication is so good. You're doing so well." And it was like, "Yo, I love uh, Megan. You, I love you. You're a rock star." But uh, we did. We killed that challenge. We did. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, you're a you, big like, motivator. Know, for so long, Elaine, you had two for so long, and that's so yeah. hard. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, me tell you what the key was is because y'all allowed me to rotate my shoulders forward, mm-hmm. and that 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 makes you use a different muscle. And so then I would rotate them back and use my lats, and then rotate them forward. As long as I could do that, I was going to be there for days. But the only way I could have done that is if I had two people on the other side of me that were just badass as I was. So it's like, I know. know. And like, how about me? Like 10 times taller than you. Like, we're like, you know, that's all awkward. (laughs) No, I was like this. I was like this. Megan's like, are you good? Are you good? (laughs) I'm like, I'm good. And me and Jakey was at eye level. We was like right here, eye level. But I just want to say you two ladies killed that challenge. And I know I didn't win no food thing. Jakey didn't win none. Megan, you came up just short. But we rocked the shit out of that other one. So I yeah. had to bring that one up. We can move forward now. I just want to say No, that. no. Well, actually, Angie is mentioning in the comments, because she and I both thought you were talking about the owl challenge, the knock the owl off. But oh. that was another challenge that I remember watching you guys not give up. And Elaine, you were a huge motivator in that moment. And I was like, these oh, yeah. guys kick so much ass. They're not going to let these guys take I over. Was, Everybody's like a foot taller, but who cares? No, Let's I was getting it. so frustrated because we, when we, we were already down because we had been beat. Lord, it seemed like 27 times we done lost and went to travel. <laughs> and we came into that and it's like, really? Can't we just get like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, the running one. Like, forget about it. It was like a bunch of stallions against a bunch of little Shetland ponies. And here it was. You know what I mean? Like, there was no chance. And then they put the smoker of 30 years with the shortest legs on the outside track, carrying a bag. And I already got a bag around my gut. It's like, we ain't winning. And Elder's like, you're going to hold out longer than me? I said, bro, no, me not. No, me not. Anyway, so we came into all these challenges. And it's like, yo, what? We got to do against what so as we was going like it it seemed like our mind was already defeated when we walked up there because of what it was and it was like david versus goliath right and so like every time somebody went we were playing timid and i just kept saying it was like yo just just attack them sobs just run at them they go and when i finally when i got to go that's what i did and then i i was just trying to pump everybody else up beat on my chest and get y'all to do the same. And it was working. You know what I mean? And we started like clicking a little bit. And like I said, at tribal, when we came out of that, even though we lost, like I felt so much better and I was actually in a good mood, even though we lost. And it was like, it was huge. <laughs> it, Elaine, um, you, won, you were the first one lane. You were the first one to win. And like, it literally almost got back to you. Like yeah. oh, every I know person had, every person had lost. Like you were the last one to go and you won. And then like, we all went. Um, right I know. one after another, it was a really cool, I mean, for my three young girls, it's like, what an awesome life lesson. Like we were yeah, done. It's, we all it, were listen, to- in that moment, we needed to be aggressive and, and everybody was playing a little p- passive, be it 
And when I went, I just ran at them. And then the next person went and it was, they were a little more aggressive. You know, who all went? It was me, Janky. Uh, Megan, I lost it went. for us a bit there. Yeah, yeah. But, but I'm saying like. <laughs> oh, like Angie being a badass. Yeah, that was fun. Elizabeth. Yep. Elizabeth, Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth, Elizabeth. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's like, yo, like we, we started kind of, and I really thought me and I thought we was coming back. Like for sure. Mm-hmm. I was like, yo, we got this. Cause everybody was so pumped, but just to know that like we got back in the game, we may have lost, but we still got back in it. And so like, there was hope there was light at the end of the tunnel. And that's all I really wanted is for yeah. us to know that it doesn't matter your size. It don't matter. It's like, yo, you can do anything you put your mind to. Now, I can get my mind around the food thing, but I, <laughs> shit, I've done yeah, that. Yeah, but, like, already tonight, Elena, there's been, like, three examples of when, like, your wisdom and, like, your expertise, expertise like, rallied the troops. Like, that no. was all you right there. I mean, you just, it, it was such a cool moment because it just shows what impact one person can make because it was more than one time that you did that. And mm-hmm. we just believed in you because you're like, yeah, you got this. And we're like, okay, Valayne well, says we can. And and Rick, I can see Beth's chat there about coming at Berg and screaming. I remember just thinking to myself when I'm in line, like, you are not going to win unless you just like do something outside of the box. Like, yeah. you yeah. have that's, to do that's something what I was, shock. Exactly. And yes. Elaine's like, come at them. So I'm like, I have to shock him. So, yep. And then unfortunately, like, I was so excited about doing it, you guys. Like, I had too long to, like, plan it. Like, I was planning my shriek. Like, how crazy am I going to go? And then, like, when I actually started doing it, I got so excited that I forgot that I had to play. Because I was like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be so cool. Like, you're just, like, rushing. And I was, like, in my head, I'm like, don't tell anyone. And I wanted to, like, whisper to you guys that I was going to do it. But I was like, don't tell, don't tell. It has to be shocking. And then I, like, shocked myself. (laughs) Dude, it doesn't matter. We still, we still, we done so good. Yeah. And I, it, I just felt good walking away from that. And I'm, I'm glad that, and Janky, even though, even though you, you think you lost it for us, you didn't like we, we come together and that's really what, what it's about in, in the, you know, the end, that's what it's about anyway. So and I, I just thought it was say, cool. And I don't want to spend obviously too much time on it, but like as a, like from the volunteer side of things, obviously we try to tell all the volunteers and the production members, like going into the weekend, if you have somebody you're rooting for, keep that to yourself. We don't need like bias showing, but I will tell you going into that challenge after you guys had lost twice, there was nobody that I could think of on the volunteer side of things that was like wanting you guys to lose again. I know. So when you guys started losing and then all of a sudden Elaine brings it back and then Megan and then everybody's getting the points, we're all sitting there like as subtly as possible. Like, yes, keep going, yeah, yeah. keep going, keep going. And then, it, but again, like, as you said, even that moment in tribal council where you, Elaine and like Elizabeth were talking about how I brought you together. It was a, it was a great moment. And I don't yeah, think it, it cool. like totally showed how much like it impacted even like the volunteers watching. Yeah, it was cool. And see, I had come such a long way from the very first challenge when I was throwing sandbags at the wrong color. Even though I, <laughs> even though I had the that. color shirt on, I forgot what tribe I was on. And I I cleared out the gray tribe's blocks. Do y'all remember that? They had yeah, one I throw. Do, yeah. The first throw, I cleared them out. No, it was like the second because I threw over a little bit, you know, got warm up, whatever. But I, I told him, I was like, yo, this was the funny part. And it was like, Elaine, what do you want to do? Well, I got carpal tunnel from working in, in the factory and I could have never done the cellophane thing. I, I could have never done that. Oh. It would have killed my hands. And so I, I was like, yo, I played softball. And they're like, all right, bet, got this. So I was like, oh, I got this. Oh, got this. Yep, yep. And all I was thinking, I was thinking of Aaron too, though, because, you know, that's my... I like to throat punch him. You know what I mean? Like I love Aaron to death, but I just want to 
throat punched the crap out of him. So I was thinking, I was like, yo, I'm going to get Aaron, blah, blah, blah. I forgot what damn tribe I was on. So I run out there. I throw two throws, and they're saying a and They're yelling at me, and I'm like, what? And they're like, lower, and I throw it lower. I knock the whole th- stack off except for the bottom row. And they're like, wrong color. I'm like, what are you? Who? What? And I literally, I in that moment, I was like, holy. And then after that, I was like, yo, I don't know if y'all seen it. I was struggling. I was like, I am never going to get. And then I throw the bag in the woods. Y'all didn't see that on it, on the episode. I fought Aaron's bag. And see, I forgot what color tribe Aaron was on, too. I grabbed Daniel's bag and throwed it in the woods, thinking it was Aaron's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was sabotaging Aaron. It wasn't the tribe, it was just Aaron, but I didn't think about, yeah, hey, I'm doing it to the tribe too. And I actually done it to the wrong tribe. And so Daniel threw my, one of mine in the woods and that's kind of where me and Daniel's little riff came from in the beginning. But anyway, I had come such a long way from the hot mess Hannah that I was on the very first challenge. So I, yeah. I'm glad that even though I, we lost that one, I'm glad I could lift people up to do a little bit. And uh, it actually ended up being pretty cool. Um, I just want to say hi to Savannah in the chat as well, who said that, Megan, you were great in the Owl Challenge. And uh, Derek says, I wish I could have played more with you icons. Well, Derek, if they had won the challenge, you better hope you used your idol or you wouldn't have been playing, them with, wouldn't have been playing with them at all. Um, yeah. And this was so fun. And a- Angie says, I wish we could have seen more Elaine and Aaron moments. Well, Angie, you know how you could have seen that? If you didn't vote out Aaron. Oh, true story. <laughs> oh, shots fired. Shots fired. Not, so, so the thing with Aaron is, is, is when we were on the island, I hated that guy. I, I freaking, I did. I hated him because, you know, I'm a bust a can of biscuits and he's like a big Greek goddess. You know what I mean? And it's yeah, like personal trainer, gym he, he's so competitive. And so I know everything. And when it comes to this, you're going to, you know, and it's like, man, I hate this guy. And so it was my passion to get rid of him, which I did. Well, after the show, me and him got to talk, and it's like, Aaron's actually really cool. He's actually a really great guy. Uh, and he's not the the guy that I had made him out to be in my head, but it's because he throwed my name out there. So then I had a little animosity. So once I got to know him, and I was like, yo, this dude's cooler and crap. And uh, I just love his face. So now I think of him like my brother. Well, my brother, every now and again, I love him to death, but I just want to, I just want to punch him right in the throat. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so Aaron, Aaron could kill me at 99 things. Y'all ever watch Little Giants? Y'all ever seen that movie? Oh. Yeah. Like it's a soccer a, movie? No, nah, it's a football movie where oh. it's got the, the guy who shrunk the kids, Rick, Rick, uh, what's his uh, name? Uh, yeah, Rick well, Moranis. He, yeah, he's the coach and he's going against his brother who's the all collegiate, you know, the star of whatever. And it's like little misfit team of all these kids that nobody wanted on their team. And it's like, you know, 99 times I lost, but this one time. And so that's how I am with Aaron. 99 times Aaron's going to win, but there's going to be one time that I'm going to take him down. And so I live for that one moment. It hasn't come yet. I live for that one moment to where I'm just like, yo, I beast mode that you suck, brother. I'm the well, best. You suck. That actually leads me to a question for you. To, and this kind of brings it back to this episode then, Elaine. And I know this is a little bit out of order of like the way we went to tribal council. But if Aaron is still in the game at the jury phase, so he makes it the top 15, do you think that you offer to get voted off? Like 
do you want I, my question is do you want to stay in to potentially beat Aaron? Oh, well, now see, that's the thing, though. It's like I talk a lot of trash about Aaron, but push come to shove, I would have thrown myself for him, too. You know what I mean? Like when, when it comes down to it, like that is my friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you can talk smack. You know what I mean? I can throw his bag in the woods. You know what I'm saying? Like I can do those things, but I, I still think I would. I ride with my people. That's who I always have been. That's who I'm always going to be. On the island, Aaron was not my people, and I wanted to cut his throat every chance I got. But outside of that, once I got to know him, he's forever gonna be my people. You know what I mean? So, I I don't think I I don't think I would have changed if he was there. I I would have done everything to protect Aaron, probably. Yeah. Um, unless I heard through the grapevine he's trying to cut my throat, and then it might be a little different. But nah, like I was cool with Janky and Lance and Elder. Uh, I liked Elizabeth, you know. Got you had friends. You don't need him. I mean, everybody I met, I was like, yo, they're, they're so cool. Megan was amazing. Like, Andrea, like, it's like, yo, all these people are so cool. And what I, I what done it for me is when Savannah went home. When Savannah went home and I seen how much it meant to her, that hurt my heart. And I've felt horrible and then i thought about it like just all the time after that every vote every person that went home i just kept thinking about it and then the worse i felt and the longer the game went on and the more passionate people became the harder it became for me and so it was like yep this can't do this no more i don't know how y'all do that i i just i don't know i don't know how y'all do it it's really hard and so I just want to recap uh, for anybody who doesn't remember from the episode. So there's three new tribes. Janicky, you're on a tribe with Carter. Uh, I'm going to forget. I just watched this episode back like today. Carter, Cam, Derek, and Elizabeth. And Carter has immunity. Megan, you're on a tribe with James, Ryan, Jack, and Angie. And Angie has immunity. And Elaine, you're on a tribe with Lance, Serena, Bergen, and Elder. And uh, who has immunity? Elder. Elder has immunity. There Elder. we go. Um, and... and what I'll say is that this is one of the hardest points in the game where you know you're robbing somebody of making the merge. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have people in there who are such amazing. Everybody's playing for charity. I feel like, Elaine, that almost magnifies the feeling that you're feeling. Everybody's mm-hmm. there because they have a cause they care about. They don't just want to win Survivor. They want to win money for charity. And right. it really it like magnifies the feeling. Um, and, you know, this commenter says, Savannah was such a fun player. I couldn't agree more. Um, and that's like, you know, that was such a hard tribal for me to watch. I feel like you guys are all amazing players uh, and you bring so much entertainment. I want to ask uh, Janicky first about the, the tribe that you're on because you have some previous relationships, but also you're in a weird spot where uh, you've been on tribes with all these people and now it very well might be you. I want to know how you felt going into your new swap tribe, Janicky. Um, I felt... I felt a little bit comfortable uh, just because I had Elizabeth and Carter, who I originally had started with. I never had played with Cam and I didn't play with Derek, but I knew I was excited to play with Derek. And I think he was excited to play with me just because we had volunteered together and we had said like, oh, if we ever play together, like want to play with you. So just having that excitement of being actually like to have that come true. Like I was super excited about that. Um, 
I just remember doing my, one of my confessionals and just looking over and watching the four of them talking. And I know it did get shown, but um, I just remember like saying to Hunter, like, damn, <laughs> like I need to go. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Sorry. Damn. Um, but because I knew they were scheming something and I needed to try to jump into the conversations as much as I could. Um, that was a tough tribal and it was a tough tribal to watch because it makes me think of all these different things that I could have done different. Like, why did you do that? Why did you talk to this person? You know what I mean? So, yeah, that was a really hard spot. I mean, just did anybody else have thoughts on like watching Janik you fight the game? Cause you guys don't get to see this until now. I mean, what a hard fought tribal council this was. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want when I walked in and Janky was gone. I was like, no. <laughs> yeah, because listen, it goes way back to the very beginning of the game when Janky showed up. This bitch, she showed up forty-five minutes late. Yeah, and I thought, please don't nobody vote her out. She's having a bad day. Like, don't <laughs> don't let her go home right now because that's terrible to be late, be nervous that you're late, what people's gonna think. And I, I, I told myself, I was like, if she's on my trial, I'm not voting her out. That's such a crappy way to start your day. No. So when we got on a tribe together, I was like, yes, I know she's not going home because I don't care. So from that moment on, and you didn't even know it, Janky, from that moment, you being late <laughs> is what I was like, yo, I'm going to protect her. They ain't sending her home. Nope. This ain't. So when you left, I was like, yo, not Janky. Not my girl, Janky. I was well mad. <laughs> Serena's face was like Serena's face said it all. Like she was so shocked. Yeah. Like I, I, I like couldn't even look at you guys. Like when I was walking in, like I couldn't even make eye contact with like you or Elder because like you two were my closest allies. So like that was really hard, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That that was um, tough. Yeah, and uh, hot Kirk. Kirk, one of our tribe handlers here, say it was fun trying to pick Elaine's ass in cornhole. Uh, Elaine <laughs> oh, in the, the garage had a lot in of fun. In the garage. We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Asana says, I'm so glad we got to talk it out later, Elaine. You are the people that make me excited about Survivor in general. Mm -hmm. Savannah, you're an icon. I'm so glad you're here talking yeah, to us. She's, she's the dust till dawn girl with me. We There's a little club of us. And Savannah ran with the big dogs and kept up. That's all I'm going to say. She's one of the leaders. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. We had such a good time. The I also think that what do you, what do you think he would have done differently, Janaki? What do you think he would have done differently in that situation? Yeah, great question. What was the question? What would you have done differently there? I mean, that I was shocked at how close that was. So I the only thing I could really think of is I, I, I set myself home because yeah. I was talking with Cam or not Cam, uh Derek. And Elizabeth, and the plan was to vote Cam. That was it. The, the plan was to vote them, him. But what happened was I had a conversation with Carter, who I started with on an original tribe. I also started with Elizabeth. But Carter had kind of made me feel comfortable that first tribe being like, I want to work with you. Like, let's do this. We're solid. And the entire time we were together, we were on the same side of the votes. And Elizabeth, I was close with Elizabeth, but she was kind of, it was almost like she was unsure a little bit. I knew she'd be a little bit easier persuaded. So like, that's why I went with Carter because Carter seemed so sure. I think that if I didn't have that additional conversation with Carter, I would have voted for Cam. Mm. So, yeah. Well, but all I can really say is I set myself home. 
Well, I, I, I don't know. I will say this. I think just from watching it, and I've said this to you guys in the, like, the contestant chat, and I've said it to our volunteer team, that was hands down the best tribal council of the season. I would say it's hands down a top, at the very least top three tribal council in Live to Give history. And Janik, you might not like to hear this, but you both times you went home in your Live to Give experience was in like two of the most iconic tribal councils we've ever had. So, at, I mean, maybe not the way you want to be iconic, but the way you've been iconic has been pretty impressive. Um, but Meg, I was also curious about how you felt watching, like now watching back the Janicky tribal, because in that you had such a very, like you had a connection in some sort of way to all five members on that tribe. Cause you were with Janicky and Elizabeth on the losing tribe. You were on the original tribe with Derek and you guys formed a bond. And then you also played season two with Cam and Carter. Yeah, I mean, that was a really interesting tribe, tribal for me to watch because, yeah, I my heart like strings were pulled by all of them. And I was shocked at how, um, I mean, all of it, everything from Derek playing the idol, thinking about who he's going to play it for. I mean, so many things in that tribal could have gone differently. And when I saw that Elizabeth vote, I was like blown out of the water. I was like, <laughs> what? Where is that coming from? And I just felt really like the whole time I thought um, I really didn't know, like watching the edit, who was going to go home. And then when I saw that Janaki went home, um, I had no idea that it was that close. I mean, if you look at that tribe, like Janaki, like going into the game, what I knew about Janaki is you had to be really, really, really careful of Janaki because she's good. Ooh. Carter is Ooh. so good. Cam is so good. I mean, those three just already like, the three of them together, um, that would have given me so much anxiety to be on that tribe. But it also would have been interesting had I been there because um, it was a lot of people who didn't necessarily really know each other. And I felt like I really did have a history with all of them. It, Megan, it was like a very short, like two hour history, I guess. I, yeah, I feel like great. I feel like that me and you are the same person in here. <laughs> I really, I, I just felt that from the moment I seen your pretty face. Well, that's an honor. I was like, <laughs> me, me and Megan are so similar on the inside. You are such a good person. And I, your your sweetness just radiates. Like, you're so such good people. Uh, I wish I could have played with you longer. Because that's the only reason why I rolled with my original is because we weren't together. You know, it was never a knock against yeah. you. Nope. You know what I mean? Like, ever. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I just want to say you're good people. Well, and that's, that's what awesome. makes it so hard about this game is, I mean, like, I really feel like Janaki, I really wanted to play with you. But I think we're like, so like, there's this game is so hard, because you don't have a lot of time. And you have to try to like read people and figure people out. And what you think you know about people isn't always true, either. And um, like a lot of um, people never really came up to me and said like, Hey, do you want to play with me? And like, I was so excited, mm. for example, to like see Cam again and like to like meet Janaki and to like meet these people. But it wasn't, it was hard to know, like, do you want to play with me? Or are you, <laughs> you know, or do you not? Um, and that adds a whole nother element to the game. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we have a lot of comments about this, this Janaki tribal. So I want to go through because we have some amazing people here with us. Uh, Savannah says she was shocked that Elizabeth made a move. So that's some interesting jury perspective. Cam says, yeah, I almost truly voted for Elizabeth when Derek brought up the idol bag search. I didn't think Janaki truly was going to vote for her and I didn't want to send myself home. 
not a fun tribal to be a part of. So Alex, you can have fun all you want, but they were not having fun. And editor Jorge <laughs> says Janicki was really mad at Carter. She even said he wouldn't vote for Carter if he made the finals. I edited it out. So why so much trust in Carter? And this is actually, I think, a great question to you, Janicki. Uh, what was your trust level in Carter? Also, uh, James is here to say hi. And we say hi right back. James, love your face, buddy. We'll talk to James in a second. <laughs> love that guy. Janaki, how did you feel about Carter in the moment? Uh, oh, I was pissed. I was <laughs> I was pissed. And <clears throat> I wish I would have said more to Elizabeth to try to fight for it. But at that point, I was so drained and tired that I didn't really say much as like trying to fight for my spot to stay because I knew I, I had some inkling that I was going to go home. Yeah. But I was so pissed at Carter. I think my unconventional, like I was swearing at him and because he wanted he made it clear he wanted to work for me from that like original tribe and being on the same vaults all the way up to that point like he completely just trusted and like i said in my confessional like i was legit lied to the entire day so that that is really draining you know when you're running back and forth and you're trying to be reassured and reinsured and you know it's just it's draining and so i was just super pissed off at carter and uh, we have talked since the episode, so we're okay. <laughs> but uh, but I was just, I think I was just so bad just because that had happened. So, mm. uh, yeah. I, I want to ask Derek, who's in the comments, what pushed you to play your idol? Um, and Jorge has a question for Cam. Uh, why voting Janaki? Uh, I, I think that really this was, on this tribe, a game of like, who are they actually going to vote for? And I think, Janaki, you kind of had a sense. But, you know, Cam, Derek, Elizabeth, they were all like, it could be me, it could be you, it could be I don't know. And it was really, really tense to watch this back. Um, and, Alex, you had said that uh, that the arguing was much longer than oh, yeah. we actually saw. The, the discussion amongst uh, this group of five, it, it took, like, a good 20 minutes to yeah, get. Yeah, I, I, I love Cam to death, but he can talk. And, and in this situation... <laughs> In this situation, it can help. It helped him. This is the first time in Livia of history that going in, like going in, Cam was going home, and Cam made them like he talked his way into Elizabeth deciding for herself to vote out Janicky. So yeah. it, it was it was impressive. But um, yeah, I was just gonna say that he, um, from what I've talked to him and from what I've seen in confessionals, it seemed like he had trust in Derek and Elizabeth because they voted together at the first swap tribes. Um, and so from that, I think like, again, it's something that you guys have talked about in this season, like, I, <laughs> sorry, Cam, um, people, when you have the trust of voting with each other, once, you know, for a fact that they have told you the truth or they haven't told you the truth or whatnot. So like he had that with them rather than not, he hadn't had that with Carter and he hadn't had that with Janicki yet is kind of, and I think he kind of explained it as well, but I, I have to say one thing though, and, it, and she does not get enough credit. My one of my favorite parts of this episode is you kind of see like this growth from Elizabeth at the start of the morning of like her at the camp with like 15 people. She's like, I'm an introverted person. I focus on making small connections and then kind of coming out of my shell. And lucky for her, she gets onto a tribe of only five people when there's 15. And she finds herself into a, I mean, you guys had a weird tribe dynamic. It was like a love triangle. Um, yeah. But she ended up making one of the biggest moves in Live to Give history. So we'll see if that ends up working out for her or not, if it ends up biting her in the butt. Well, but. I, I, what I remember is, is when we first got into camp and we're actually making a fire 
and Elizabeth, she's putting sticks on the fire and she would literally take a stick and stand like 10 feet back and like throw it. Cause she was too timid and too scared to put the stick on. And I was like, girl, put that damn stick on there. Don't be afraid of, you know what I mean? And then she started, she told me after everything was over, she's like, I want you to know that when people went to sleep at night, I put sticks on that fire. And I was like, there you go. So yes, yeah, she, she really evolves as the season progresses. She, she really evolves until this moment, like from the person that she started out as until making that decision for herself and sending my girl Janky home. Uh, yeah. That that, but that was big on her. That was big. Yeah. Uh, Derek says he, he, you know, wanted to guarantee a spot on the merch. Makes sense. Take the aisle target off my back. And we talked about this a little bit before we started the game, but the incorrectly zipped bag, I don't know what you're on, Derek, but you're playing 4D chess when the rest of us are playing checkers. I cannot believe it. Um, and show, And honestly, I knew that about Derek in the first three minutes. Like, in the first three minutes, I knew he was the kind of kid that would, like, know his backpack was zippered wrong. Like, my husband's like that. And so, like, when I, like literally, like, when I met Derek, I'm like, oh, my God, he is like baby Brian. Like, in a lot of ways, he is. And the, the way he would talk about the game and the things he would say, I was like, you are next level. If I can keep you by me, like, you will teach me how to play this game. Um, but then yeah. when he actually said that, I was like, I was like, yes, <laughs> It was, like, one of the coolest moments for me. It was, like, this mom moment where I was like, he did not just figure that out by yeah. the zipper. That's so cool. I could have had yeah. somebody else's bag with other people's clothes in it, and I still would have had it on my back like it was mine. <laughs> I've, I'm so oblivious to a lot of things. Even the color of my shirt don't tell me things. So it's like, I don't pay attention like that. And that's this is why Elaine sucks at Survivor. There's so many of these. There's like a list I think I started years, two years ago, as why I suck at Survivor. And that that's another one. Derek, you got me on that one. I couldn't have We're done that. We're going to get into why Elaine sucks at Survivor in a second. But Janicky, I just want to say that you are an amazing player and you were such a controlling force in a lot of your tribes. And it was really fun to watch you play. And you kicked absolute ass this season. And, and I'm so glad you were on the jury because you were ready. I knew that Janicky and the jury meant that they were not getting away with it. Like you were, you were a grill master and you were going to be reading everybody like up and down. So JDK, I hope you're proud of what you did this season because it was really great and you did an awesome job. I'm so glad that you was on my tribe to begin with. Cause I wanted okay, you Janneke. on my tribe. Oh, I got oh, two that, so that was you, like, <clears throat> sorry, I'm losing oh, my voice, so you go first. but that was like the biggest thing I wanted was like to play with Elaine. Like, really? Cause like I was such a fan girl, like just, I was like, Oh my gosh. And then here I get to land on the beginning tribe with you. I was like, yes. And you and didn't I even the know. The I already time. had your back. You didn't even know. I already had your back. <laughs> when you walked in 45 minutes late, I was like, this is a girl after my own heart. She done showed up at her own time clock. You know what I mean? She. <laughs> what people don't know is I actually almost left. So I went to the wrong theater and I had waited for about four hours for someone to come pick me up. Yeah. And that's crazy. I almost left and went back to Rochester because I was like, I, like I was like I, this live to give is not happening like but yeah. yeah I'm so I'm so glad you didn't leave and I'm glad you you walked in there four to five minutes late and I'm glad we was on a tribe and I I thought she was great and uh I I'm really glad that of the people I was with from the very beginning uh elder 
he's a strange cat, but I love that guy. Like he, he's, a, yeah, he's, he's a, a different kind of fella, but not everybody's got to be the same for me to like you. You know what I mean? Like I, I like Elder. And then like, who else was it? We had Elizabeth. You had Lance just, as well. That was my boy. I was like, yo, Lance is my people. Elizabeth is like, yo, I'll, I'll help you. Like come under my wing. I've done that to everybody on Survivor is like, I'll show you. Let's go. You know, that's so all these people I was put with, I just really liked everybody. And then the next tribe, I was like, oh, I really like this person. I met Megan and Andrew. I was like, oh, and then Savannah, I was like, yo, every time I turn around, I was meeting somebody else that I really like. And then th that's when I was like, ah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad I was on a tribe with you guys. Megan, what's your uh, question for Janaki? So I was going to tell Janaki, like, going into the game, you were one of the people that I was most perplexed by. Like, she's so good, you have to play with her. Like, there's no way you can be on the other side because she will scheme you. But the whole time that I played with you, you just are so calm and laid back. Yeah. And you, like, wait for the action to come to you. And you don't always, like, start the conversation, but you take the conversation. And you're in the conversation. And that's what makes you so good. And you never really like say like you you're just this the whole as far as I can tell like the whole game and nothing gets you in a flutter. So my question is is that your game face or is like is dying that inside? Is that strategy? Is that like your character or is that like just who you are? Because that makes you so good. So the first time I played, I was just gun ho excited to play, and I backstabbed. I lied. I didn't really, I didn't really care about the feelings of other people playing this game the first time I played. So my goal this season was Alex hears this all the time, but I call it the Alex Wagner way, because when I played with Alex, he was very under the radar when we played, and that's how he won, you know, real foot. So in real life, I'm a very like mellow person. You know, I work in healthcare. I'm with patients all day. Uh, you know, I just have a very caring. Um, you know, personality. And I always put other people first, but when it comes to survivor, you kind of have to pick and choose who you want to be. And so this time around I chose that I want to come in playing mellow because I knew people saw how I played the first time and I needed to focus more relationships. And that's what I did. So when I would talk to someone new, I started asking questions about their family, what they do for a living, where they're from, you know, just really building that bond. And so that really helped me to get where I was. Um, I think that if I would have just voted with Cam, I think, I mean, this game would have been a whole different story. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm really proud of how I played. Um, and I told Alex, I do want to play one more time. So <laughs> we'll see. Um, we have a question for Mary Janicki. Did you go to Notre Dame? I oh, did Mary. not go to Notre no, Dame. She's I did a not. huge Notre Dame fan, that near. Yeah, Big Ten. Big Ted. <laughs> um, now, I just want to go back to Mary. Also, had another question. I want to hear about the gay Raj, which is so funny because it looks like gay rage every time we type it out. Uh, but it's how uh, you pronounce it. It's enunciation. <laughs> there's there's not a lot of gay rage this season. There's a lot of gay love. There's everybody. It's so awesome this season. But the gay Raj is uh, where people were going to hang out uh, and have some drinks and hang out and sort of like the Ponderosa of live to give in a lot of ways. Um, and it yeah. was a very fun time for a lot of people. Uh, now, Elaine, on your tribe, you had some amazing people with you. Yeah. You had Bergen, Lance, Elder, and Serena. 
Um, I, I'm wondering, Elaine, when you decided that this was probably a good time for you to say, hey, look, I want you guys to continue this game without me. Well, uh, Oldberger can tell you, when we was at the challenge, I was like, yo, y'all vote me out. And he's like, no, shut up, shut up. And I was like, no. Nah. And I was already contemplating it. I was like, I just can't, I can't, I can't do this again. I don't want to, I don't want to do it. So I was already thinking about it when we was at the challenge and he just kept telling me to shut up. You know, he's just shut up, shut up. And when we go back, when we go back to camp and we sit down and we start talking and uh, like we were talking a little bit before, like when we started talking about like some of my fans and some of the, the things that I do for my fans and cameos and things and, and uh, a lot of the personal stories that I was sharing uh, it, it just, I don't know. It, it's like when you, when you go through tragedies and you go through things in your life, it really gives you a perspective that you don't get, uh, when, when you don't, you know what I mean? And so like, when I, when I start thinking about that, it makes you see the bigger picture of things. Right. So it's like, I was there to play for charity, but also it, it's about those around me too, because I'm one of those that always give and I always put others before me. And, and when I sit there and I see all these people, it's, it's a piece of their dream to do what we were doing. And, and so it's like, so you add all those emotions on top of that. And then I put things in perspective and it's like, I come to do what I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? And I, I didn't feel good. I just, I just didn't want him to go home. Old burger had worked his behind off. And it's like, I don't want to take that from somebody. And this is why another reason Elaine sucks at Survivor. So it's like, but, I just, okay, I don't know, okay, it's I, a lot. I, I, I'm okay. I just am going to have to say this. I hate when you say you suck at Survivor. This for the same reason that I hate when Megan says that she isn't good or she isn't going to win because the both of you have equally big hearts. And I can tell you right now, if you two make it to the final tribal council, like there's a strong chance that nobody beats either of you two. Oh, but I know end. that. I see. So I, you don't suck. It's no, just a matter of me, me and Megan. <laughs> Megan, Megan may have a little doubts when she's like, "Oh, I don't know." But me, on the other hand, my cockiness comes in. I'm like, "Listen, if I get to the seats, you ain't winning. I'll just let you know." <laughs> But I, I keep all that those humble brags to myself for the most part. I talk trash in front of my friends or whatever. But I I know that I'm not a horrible survivor player. Like I know it in my heart, but I'm not a a strategic player. Nowhere close to being a strategic player. The things that y'all was doing, all y'all. James is a, is a mastermind. Derek is a sneaky one. Elizabeth is like. Uh, Lance is super smart. Janky's good. Like you have all these amazing people, Jack, that are just thinking like 50 steps. And I'm like right here. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that I couldn't get to the end and I could win because yeah. you take me somewhere to the end and if me and you sitting there, you're losing. You're going <laughs> home a loser. But you know what I mean? But at the same time, like it's it's a different, it's different. And if yeah. you, if, if you talk to like the super survivor fans, the strategy part of it is the hugest part, right? It's like when people make it to the end of things, you want to talk about what they've done to get there, their resume, this, this, and this. If I went and sat there, like, I'm going to play on your heartstrings because that's what I got. You know, yeah. I'm not going to be like, well, I mastermind a janky blindside. Not the, <laughs> that's, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm a different level. I'm a different kind. I'm in a different, I'm in a but, field of my own. Me and me and Megan are chasing rainbows out <laughs> in left field. You know what I'm saying? But, but that you, doesn't make it any less yeah. beautiful. Would I you play again? Though, 
play again. <laughs> I, I I don't know. He's gonna I, say yes. I I don't know. It depends uh on a few things. One, if y'all don't give me some damn rice, I swear on everything. I was Alex. Yeah, that's Alex's fault. I'm telling you, it's like, yo, y'all don't even give us rice. I will say this. We had a lot of feedback about needing food. So next season, we might be a little I bit I said to you, I was like, wait, they don't get anything? And you're like, no. And I was like, that's messed up. That's You guys not got the fair. jury feast. You got to live yeah. to give the face. Okay, but so, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know like if I would Take the mic away from Elaine. But like my kids are like five episodes behind. And when I came home from the theater, they were watching like five episodes behind. And I'm like, oh, I look good. Like, <laughs> like five episodes earlier. I mean, the, the amount of crying in this episode, I was so afraid of, like that I was going to be crying. The amount of crying is just testament to like, I had no idea like how hungry <laughs> I was and how tired I was. And we looked horrid. Like my bags under my eyes and like I'm trying to talk. And um, you don't see it unless you like, watch like episode three and then watch episode eight in the same yeah, night yeah. right yeah yeah well, I, I, will still, say, I, I keep the bags they're part of this face now i will say from season three to season um around five yeah um the games were so different i truly think that season five was way more difficult to play and i don't know if it's because of the level of gameplay coming in you know, you're bringing in a bunch of reality stars. You're bringing in a bunch of fans, and you're bringing people who've already played. You know, and there's just so many dynamics with that. But the game, the the level of playing was so difficult. I thought it was. I mean, Megan, I don't know from when you played, but I thought this season was really tough. It. Listen, I'm telling you, it's worse than Survivor. It really is worse than Survivor. I know. I know that I'm the only one sitting here that can give you a comparison but it's horrible it's rapid fire survivor and i, I did y'all see me walking into the challenge there's nothing rapid about how i move <laughs> and so like i i was like yo the speed at which this game is going is insane like we went to tribal every every 15 minutes i promise you is every 15 we walked into camp stayed for five and left for 45 you know what i mean like it was ridiculous like it's neck it's crazy it really is crazy it, it's I, I do i do have to give you a shout out though elaine because um when like it, although you might not have like enjoyed this experience as much as survivor because a little bit more rapid than your speed the I, I remember the moment i messaged you and was like i'm gonna ask elaine it was before the season i believe even like your season of survivor even aired but i had known you were going to be on so i just messaged you i was like would you have any interest in doing this? And most of the time, like anybody that's played a like a reality show and that we've reached out to is they've usually got busier schedules. They get a lot of requests. Elaine, literally that same night, is like, "Yeah, sure, I'll do it." What is the information for it? And I sent her some information. She's like, "She, I'm in." And I think it just kind of shows to like your heart and wanting to give back and help out, like different yeah. like charities well, and people in need. You were nice to me and. <laughs> I've, I'm a sucker for nice people. So it's like, you were cool to me. It was like, I try to tell you, it's like, I'm normal people. I'm not, nothing special. There's nothing over the moon. You know what I mean? I'm normal. And I have never been to Minnesota. And so, yes, if you want to fly me to Minnesota and come hang out in the woods, 
I'm down. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm cool with that. But I did say, I was like, listen, if even though I say yes, if you don't remind me on a regular, I'm not going to read nothing. I'm, I'm probably not going to go through any. So if there's anything in particular you want me to know, you better point it out over and over. Because I don't. Which we did have to do. We did definitely have to do that. For my you. attention span is terrible. I can't remember a whole lot. I think it's just laziness, honestly. And so I said, like, if you remind me and, and keep after me, even with the raising money, I like completely forgot. Like I was doing the live to give stuff. And I was like, yo, and you messaged me, you're like, Elaine, you have like, I don't remember. It was like, you got a day. to, And I was like, oh, okay. I, I made a phone call. I was like, yo, all right, I'm done. You know what I mean? Like, I've. Yeah, but Elaine, I, here's the thing you don't realize. Like, I said the top secret, but I said no many, many times. Like, I'm not playing this game again. Like, I can't do it. I am not playing again. And then they were like, but Elaine. They're like, do you know who's coming? It's really? Elaine. So, Alex, you, you name yes, dropped. Elaine. You and name dropped. Like, Ooh. But then I thought, what if I go and I don't get to talk to Elaine? Like, what if I'm voted out so soon? So really? Soon? I try I to make it a point. I try to make it a point. Like, when we were at that meet and greet thing, I try to make it a point to talk to everybody. That's like, uh, what uh, uh, Hannah? Was it? Was it Hannah? Is that is that what her name was? I, yeah. She's the only person I really didn't get to talk to. And I felt bad because she went home really quick. And uh, I felt bad because I didn't get to talk to her. Uh, so I try to, I try to make it a point to go around and, you know what I mean? To talk, talk to people or whatever, but I appreciate that, that I'm, I was that deciding factor there. Yeah. So like all the money that like I earned, right. I mean, you were like the impetus for me. You inspired me right. to get there. You were, Paul, yeah, you were uh, the only, no, you were the only. <laughs> but that's the thing though, is like, I think from the start, Elaine, like for, literally from the second I reached out to you, you showed you have a big heart. And then that brings us to this final episode for you where you continue to show your big heart. And so yeah. I just want to thank you for bringing that to our event because it would not be the same without you. Just like Megan, it wouldn't be the same if you didn't bring your heart here now. And I think that's See? the next, the final tribal we were at for this episode. Yeah. Well, I, I, yes, very quickly, I just want to say that I, I I loved Bergen in this episode. I have to give a shout out to Bergen because Old Bergen Burger. crying about raising $16,000 and not letting go home from the merge really got me like right in the gut. And I'm so glad that uh, yeah. this tribe could sort of find this weird inner harmony, even if it means losing a lane. And Megan, First of all, you get back to camp and you're just on a like a world tour of complimenting everybody, which I love. You're like destined to go home and all you can do is tell people how amazing they are. I loved it. <laughs> it I was laughing my ass off. But Megan, when you got back, what was your strategy going forward to try and maybe save yourself? Well, um, so interesting fact. When we got back, James, I don't know if you're out there right now, but James says... I'm sure it was James. We have kind of a long time before we have to go to tribal. Why don't we just like sit around and talk for a while and not go scramble? And like in retrospect now, when I look back on that, I'm like, oh, you sneaky <laughs> kid. I mean, he, he knew right then, like, okay, he knew right then, like we can't talk too long, right? Okay, so looking back on that, that was a huge mistake I made. I knew that if I didn't win the dog food challenge that I was in big trouble um, from the beginning. But um, then when we decided to split off, it's funny how like things happen the way they happen because finally James said, okay, 
we have 20 minutes left till tribal, let's break. And James, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is how I remember it. But, um, and then we all kind of went into twos. And my first person was Angie. And the first thing Angie said to me was, we have to get James. And I was so exhausted. I mean, I had just been crying and crying and crying. And that's when I'm at my worst, right? So like, I just heard her say, let's get James. And I was like, yep, let's get James. And nowhere in my mind did I think, oh, James hasn't been to tribal. Yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Like not even for a second, not yeah. even for a second. Um, I knew that James was close with Ryan and I assumed he was close with Jack. I assumed they had like this reality game thing, which probably they really didn't have. I didn't know that Angie was close with Ryan. I had no idea about that. I didn't know that Ryan knew James had an idol. So all of those things were shocking to me. Um, so in my mind, um, when Angie said, let's go get James, I didn't think he had an idol and I um, didn't even think about going for Jack. And then also I think that when I left, I thought, well, maybe I can go for Jack. And then when I saw James, so James and I had played together before. Um, my mom and dad like call him Harry Potter. They love him. <laughs> he, had these, he had these like little Harry Potter glasses when yeah. I played with him. And like my mom and dad, like, I mean, the way they talk about him and I've always felt that way about him. And I was just even excited to see him again. And I hadn't talked to him really like until that moment. So when I saw him, it was just like super emotional for me. And like one of the first things he said to me was, I know you're going to vote for me and I'm going to vote for you, which immediately got me to say, yep. Where like, if I would have been like in my, like, you know, I could have been like, no, I'm not voting for you. I mean, what the heck? Like you go into the game thinking of all the things you're going to lie about, all the things yeah. you're going to do when you're in trouble. And it was like, he knew right how to like pull on my dang heart because I didn't want to lie to him of all the people in the world. And like, I probably could have lied to anyone else. And when he mm -hmm. said, I'm going to vote for you, I was like, you are? <laughs> but like, I knew he was. <laughs> and so it was just like, he did all the right things. Like maybe not even intentionally, um, but it just manipulated my heartstrings in a way that I like, I couldn't play. And going into the game, I had told my family that um, I was going to, when I was going out, I was going to invent this boomerang idol. And I was going to tell everybody I had an idol and that I could like, whatever you brew, I can throw back to you. And I was going to be like, I have this idol. I can vote anyone out I want. And I also had a plan. I never told anyone this, but I was going to go to Derek because we found the idol together. I was going to go to Derek and like try to make this big scene of like whispering to Derek and being like, Derek, give me the idol. Give me the idol. And like pretending like he gave it to me. And then I was going to be like, dude, I got the idol. Like, even <laughs> Derek, like wouldn't give me the idol. He was going to like, give me the idol. And I was going to like do it in front of everyone. And it was my plan. And then I just started crying and then Angie ate the dog food. And then I was like, I just was like a puddle. And I, I honestly, like, I don't regret it, but like something happened in my brain where like, I stopped playing. Like I didn't stop playing. I did not stop playing, but I you accepted see. your I didn't fate. see. I couldn't yeah, yeah. and that was part of it. That was part of it, but I don't want to make excuses for myself because part of it was I was majorly played. Like I was, I had no, I was like, uh, my game was like, I was done when I started to cry. So this is absolutely the uh, most emotionally, I think, difficult point in the game. I think, you know, later as we get closer to the end, it gets really emotionally difficult, but like right in this moment in these small tribes of five, it's so brutal. Uh, James has a really great point. Um, if he says to you, Megan, I'm in this with you. I want to work with you. I have an idol. Can you, Angie and I vote Jack? Do you, would you have done that? Okay. So that's going to make me cry, James. Here's the thing. From the second that I got to the social to the second I left the game, 
like literally the entire time. I will say that Angie and Derek asked to play with me, period. I felt super close with Elaine. I felt like Bergen had my back a little bit, but like no one ever said like, hey, Megan, do you want to play? Like ever. So I just thought my only strategy was like, I, I thought my only strategy was like going for the underdogs because I knew that like none of the big gamers would play. So like, it's so interesting to me when I hear people like James say like, nobody wanted to play with me because I felt the same way. Like, yeah. I just felt like, why won't somebody say like, Megan, do you want a blindside? Like nobody ever like approached me in that way. And I was um, gun shy at approaching people. Like, I just didn't feel like, like, why didn't I go cozy up to James on the sleeping bag and be like, hey, bud, what's up? Like, yeah. I, know. I was so intimidated. And um, that's why I didn't talk, which is so interesting because I think James was a perceived threat. So he didn't talk. So mm-hmm. it's just so interesting how, like, you wait for people to come to you. And James and your, I mean, my God, I would have done anything to stay in the game. I mean, I was bawling to Ryan. I was bawling to everyone, like, just keep me in the game. Um, so, yeah, I would, yeah. I would have done anything. Yeah. So, Alex, you've mm-hmm. seen all this footage. My question to you is because uh, I think James makes an interesting point with this. Uh, Ryan was someone, and, and you know, you always see it in every episode. You ask, you ask Ryan who he's who he's working with. He always says James, and then like a bunch of other people. So Ryan's always the James, but he didn't seem open to Jack. Now I agree with this uh, this choice, James. I, I don't think Ryan would vote Jack, and I'm wondering, Alex, how you feel about the whole thing, especially because you got to see all the the clips. Yeah, and it's it's obviously this is me just saying it from seeing all the clips. Obviously, I don't know what was actually going on in he- like your guys' heads. So this is just like trying to piece together what was said. I think if James would have approached Megan and Megan brought it up to Angie of they could still all stay in if they vote for Jack, I think J- Jack would have been voted out at this tribal council. The only issue is, and I, it wasn't necessarily shown extremely well in the episode. Megan was in the middle of the confessional. Angie walks by and Megan's like, stop, I'm going to, I need to have this conversation. So then it turns into not a confessional, but a conversation. And she's like, I'm in trouble, aren't I? And Angie's like, no, we got to vote for James. And I think Angie, in a sense, and she probably going to hate me for saying this, Angie got no, her own number one ally sent home. Yeah, I mean, I honestly was like, it's me. Like, and I was going to go into that conversation being like, we have to get Jack or Ryan. Like, I was too afraid to get James. But Angie was like, we're going for James. We're going for James. So I just thought, okay, like, I'm going to listen to Angie because Angie's smarter than me. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly, like, which I really, like, I wasn't ready to push. I was emotional. And I knew, I mean, at that point, yeah, isn't that interesting talking about it in retrospect? But um, I just, at, at that point, I'm like, my only option is James. And why didn't I be like, oh, he has an idol. I don't know. Um, James, you're so good. Janicky, I want to know from your perspective, uh, James or Jack, which do you think is the better move in, in this instance? Because, you know, let's let's not forget, James won Live to Give and The Amazing Race. Like, two and very strategic ways. So, like, not a bad pitch to vote out the, one of the most strategic players. But, Janicky, I wonder what you would have done. Um, I probably would have gone with Jack. And I say that because... Um, once again, I played with Jack, and we could have played off a, a blind side, and I went against him and voted him out. And so that, again, pieces apart where I needed to build that relationship. I actually approached Jack at one of the jury, when we were like the jury feast, we went back to the campsite for the night. I tried to approach Jack to talk to him, and he actually walked away from me. So, <laughs> and I don't think he meant to do that on purpose, but the moral story is like, he still walked away from that conversation. So 
and I really wanted to play with James. I really wish I would have approached him at that jury um, campsite because one, James would have been a bigger threat than I am in the game and he would have been a great shield. But I also feel like I would have been able to trust James and if I can confide in James and really just be like, I really want to play this game. I want to go far. I feel like he, he's such a good person. I feel like he would have taken me far. And I truly believe that, you know, watching back these episodes, he's a great player. He is a, such a great player, but he's very genuine and he does really care. And I, I really, truly think that if I had that opportunity with James, I feel like he would have definitely not drugged me along, but he would have done it in in a good way, you know, because I love the game so much and wanted to play. So I would have easily have picked uh, James over Jack. Well, and honestly, after, and sorry, not to interrupt the James comment, but after talking to Angie after the season, I know she had said that like, she only had a threat perspective of James going in because she volunteered in season two. So she saw him from the volunteer side of things and saw how well he plays the game. And I've told James this before, no matter what game he plays, he's going to make it far. That's just James. He's good at these games. He's going to do well. And so I think Angie was able to kind of see that. And so she was terrified in the same way that Megan is like wanting to get all, all the big threats. Angie was wanting to do the same, but she was so blinded. I think by the fact that she had that safety around her neck and wanting to get out a threat that it potentially again, ended up hurting her. Sorry. Sorry, Angie, if you're not so, so happy with my, yeah, just gonna uh, kick your ass once we log off this. Yeah, this, she probably will. Call. She will. Um, well, 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 that's what's so hard too, is like, that was really hard moment for me because just like Elaine said, I mean, that's the heart of this game. I mean, you get to know people in this way is I'm sure it's the same with this, the real survivor. But at that point, like I haven't even played with Ryan for one minute, like not even one minute. And I talked to him for five minutes and I'm like, I can't vote him out. Literally in five minutes, I was like, there's no way I'm ever going to vote this kid out. <laughs> and, um, you know, I felt the same way about Jack and I still had a lot of guilt from voting him out the first time. That was really hard for me. When everyone, after he got voted out, everyone's like, oh my gosh, his dad drove all the way here. And like, it was like this big story. You know, everybody has something they're playing for. And that's when it gets really hard. I mean, it's just like, how, how hard do you want to play and like what really matters? And I think the truth is like, when I look at all those people, like, you know, Angie, everybody in my tribe and everybody in the whole game, um, you just rise above the game. You have to, because this is a really different thing. Um, yeah. Shout out to Jack's dad, by the way. I, I feel like Ben is cool as hell. And he was awesome that whole week. I love that. I was like, Oh yeah, that's, that's Jack's dad. And I was like, what? <laughs> Such a nice dude. Um, and much love to you, James, you sneaky little devil, making it through another round with that idol. Um, for, I just, now you played it, and now the merge is coming, and you don't have it anymore. I have to say that you guys all are incredible players, and live to give, and you can blame Alex for this. Just drains you guys, and you. I I had seen you on day one, and I knew how like bright and full of energy you all were, and then you're all just messes on day two, day three because it's so hard. So I, I hope you're all very proud of of how you played and and you had fun because it was. A wonderful experience to get to meet I, all you and watch play. I think I'm allergic to Minnesota because when I got off the damn plane, I was sick. From the moment I got off the plane, I was sick. You can ask Aaron. He actually walked to the gas station and got me Pepto-Bismol. And I was, I was pounding it like I was chugging beers. I was sick from the moment I got there. I don't know it. Minnesota and my stomach don't get along. I was, it was bad. 
it's Alex Wagner's fault. He didn't feed your rice. Yeah. 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 That's what it was. But I, I, I think I, I don't know. I don't know what it was. I just, from the moment I stepped off the plane, I just didn't feel good. And then as the days went on, I just started feeling worse and worse and worse. And, uh, I, I was, so I was a wreck from the beginning is my point to all that. It's like, oh, well, you come in. It's like, yeah, I, I put on a happy face, but I felt like shit walking in it. I chugged, I chugged the last of my Pepto when I got out of the cab. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, hold my beer, you know? And so I felt bad from the rip, but yeah, by um, the end of it, it was worse. I, I just want to ask because our viewers are going to hear about this a lot more uh, towards the end of the season. Uh, Elaine and Janicky, can you explain the Janky Corporation to us with with no spoilers? Because the Janky Corporation is now on the jury. You're really no. growing and you know founding your roots in Minnesota. <laughs> what is the Janky well, Corporation? I have a bad memory. I'm gonna talk into the camera for this. I can't remember nothing. I couldn't remember anybody's names. I didn't know how to spell. I I could not. Janicky's name is the craziest name I ever heard in my damn life. And every time somebody said it, I didn't understand what they were saying. And I just kept thinking janky, like, you know, something, a piece of junk, janky. It's janky. <laughs> and so every time somebody would say janky, I was thinking janky. And I, so I was just, after the 17,000th time, I just started calling her janky. And everybody thought it was funny and she didn't mind it. So it was like, I just called her janky. And then when we got on the jury, we decided that we was just going to make up a whole T-shirt corporation. And uh, as people come into the jury, we they become part of the crew. And it just kind of grew and blew up. And it became something really fun. And, it started, uh, yeah, it started too with, <clears throat> a secret scene that was never aired and probably should never be aired. Um, but there was a moment when it was like tell a story and, uh, and Andrea and <laughs> Megan was there. Yeah. And I just remember talking, we were sharing stories of the medical field, inappropriate stories. Yes. But I just remember talking about <laughs> Way it and over looking at head. Megan. Way looking, <laughs> I just remember looking at Megan and thinking this lady is so innocent and so nice. And here we are just talking so inappropriate. I felt so bad. And I but... tried so hard to be like, yeah, me too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh so we... the story we... was a great story. And But, you know, when you out there for a couple of days and you ain't been eating and people start talking and stuff is funny, it's 50 times thousand funnier. And so when, when the story was told and we all was kind of like, Oh, it just became a beast of its own. There was hand motions and gestures. <laughs> there was, a, it was a whole nother level. It was so funny. So here's hilarious. a fun, fun thing. So it's called Janky Corporation, J-A-N-K-E-E -E Corporation. Yeah. We make t-shirts with inappropriate yeah. sayings on it. Yes. Here, I kid you not, within like a month or two, here in Rochester, a janky gear store opened up. <laughs> Seriously, and I remember a picture of it. Oh my god, that's great! And being like, guys, look, it's real. Like, we here, made it. Here we go. We made it. You yeah. should just pull front and got you a tea and be like, oh, that's awesome. That's hilarious. Oh, okay, I do, so I do have a question for Megan. Like Elaine, you with your memory. So my kids were like. 
coming home from school on the bus and two of them went to the premiere in the movie theater or the show in the movie theater and they're like you gotta come home like we gotta watch this last episode like this I am a dog episode like we have to go watch it and I was like oh my gosh they're so proud of me like they want to watch me and they rewound and I'm not even being sarcastic 45 times the part where you're like burger Burger, 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 <laughs> and they they kept rewatching. I'm like, they're watching it because they're of a lane, and they kept like watching you and watching you. And then Libby's like, "Yeah, well, I have her autograph on my buff, so oh, that's yeah. a lot of money someday." She, seriously, Elaine, like they were like, and they kept watching. They thought that scene with you, and they showed all their friends at school of you being like burger. <laughs> I could burger. That's another one. I kept saying, "What's his name?" And they're like, "Because you didn't believe that Bergen was his real name." And I was yeah. like, "That's." That's not what's his first name, and they're like, it's. I was like, no, bullshit, bullshit. Well, tell me, is Joe? Is his name Joe? I was just, and then I was, and then I couldn't get no. I felt like y'all was playing me, and I couldn't get a straight answer. So then I was like, his name's Burger. It's Burger, and I start calling him Old Burger, and then it, it just kind of, kind of like with Janky, it just kind of. You know what I mean? I think by the end of it, I'm pretty sure I was naming a few people. You got uh, chap ass, hot pants. I was naming. I couldn't remember oh, yeah, nobody. Chap ass. Yeah, chap. Well, and honestly, I, that's just such a, like a big nod to the editing team because it's just like you know you look at this episode and you look at Bergen crying and you look at Elizabeth and her emotional moments and you look at Elaine and. I mean, you just look not only that, but the funny moments and the facial expressions of Serena and Lance and, you know, Derek with the zippers and then the burger. We didn't even talk about Blow Rena. Slay Rena. Blow Rena. Calcerina happens this episode. Right. Like the editing. I mean, this is good TV. Like, I just can't believe like how the crying and the laughing and the um, I'm just really proud of that editing team because that's amazing what they can pull out of that. And it just makes me smile to like watch my people go. Like it's super cool yeah. to um, see people in their glory because um, it, it's so cool to like bring out everybody's story. They brought well, out so many little things like Angie's had to, and like there's so many like little moments where it's like that could be a whole episode in itself. Well, that's the thing, though, and it's it's the same thing that, like, Jeff says on the island all the time. It's like, Survivor is a microcosm of society, right? Well, it's the same thing in this small version in Live to Give. It's it's the same exact thing. It, it's like, you go through life, and you're on highs, and then an instant, in a split second, you're on a low, and that's life, right? And so, in this fast-paced little live to give thing we was like this we was on a roller coaster so we'd be up we'd be down we'd be crying we'd be laughing the next minute you, you sad as all get up but it it's exactly how life is just at a faster pace um, um i thought it was cool that you could see somebody crying like burger just bawling his eyes out and i just look over and we just start laughing you know what i mean it's it's like even though it's a short time you, you build some really great bonds and uh and to me, that's the thing that, that life is made out of, right? Your whole life is is these small moments that you take with you forever. And that's what I said in my little comment after the the thing was like, yo, I'm going to remember y'all. I will always forever be a member of the Janky Corporation regardless. And, and after the thing was over, I gave everybody my number. It's like, y'all holler anytime. Uh, I'm just normal people and I like making friends and, and hanging out with good people. So 
it was fun, man. But yeah, it's a lot like life. Ups and downs of it is awesome. I do. Uh, I do have a question for Megan, though. Go ahead. I, I just want to know if Megan would ever play again, but Ooh. play with Brian. No nope. blood versus water. No. Well, here's the thing: I can't play with Brian because we are um, complete opposites. And maybe that would be good. I don't know, but um, <laughs> that's me and my wife. She would get me I mean, voted out. And maybe I can't play with her maybe, either. Like, maybe like, and that's true. Like maybe you know, you speak to like Brian is. Um, when he played Survivor, like, I feel like he really had a character because he is probably like more of a softy and like more emotional and more like dramatic than me, to be honest. And so it was interesting to watch him play because he's also like 15,000 times more competitive than me. So like, he just had to win. Right. And I think he was like, I will, I'm going to win. Like he went into that, like when he wins everything he does, honestly. So that makes it hard for me to play with him because I... I don't care about that. I mean, I'm competitive, but I my heart comes first. That's me, oh. Megan. She told you. <laughs> told you. Um, Alex, I have two questions for you. One, uh, I, I just want you to shout out our editing team because Megan touched on that earlier, but those guys are working so hard to put these episodes out there. And then two, I wanted to ask you because we do have people who are doing edgic for the season. Um, and, and I think that you guys accomplished something really amazing with the editing team. Not a lot of people know about what edgic sort of means, but uh, the way that this episode is edited, every single person not only had a confessional, but a strategic confessional that really showcased them as a, a player. And I think that's something that not even a real survivor can do all the time. So I, I just want to talk to you, Alex, about that for just a second. Yeah. Well, so again, as you said, I want to like shout out the editors first, because what people might not know is like with Survivor, they probably have all their episodes pretty much edited before they release their first one. We are still editing as we go, and we're keeping up with a very crazy schedule um, we have a lot of people editing. We have Jorge, who's editing our tribal councils. He's been doing a phenomenal job with that. Um, we've had Dom and Hunter both editing Camp Life stuff. And Lucas has helped in with that. And he's also done previously on stuff. He's kind of getting his feet in. He's been doing an awesome job. Uh, Luke does our challenges. I mean, I, I would go on in a whole thing about Luke, but the, you saw the last challenge and how hilarious he made it for everybody. So there's that. And I also need to give a shout out to somebody who probably wouldn't want a shout out, but I got to give one out to Naomi, who has also done a couple of our previously on oh, segments oh. to help out as needed. Um, she is like, so what I'm, I guess what I'm saying is like, we have a team that is works their butts off even after the event to make this event what it is. So it's awesome. And then to what Naomi also said, Edric, like we've been, have we have one person that does her Edric every single episode they go through, they watch, they kind of explain what it, they've done. And this is the first time. Um, I think it lived to give, well, maybe not history because like towards the finale, it gets easier. But like with this many people, we had 15 people in the cast and every single person was not under the radar, radar or um, invisible. So it was nice to see that. And I think it was cool this episode to just see everybody in their own kind of like spotlight at a different point in the episode, whether that was in a positive, negative, uh, strategic, emotional, whatever it may be light so it was really fun episode to watch this is uh, honestly it'll go down and for me so far this is my favorite episode of live to give of all time so couldn't have done that without this amazing cast it was a amazing pretty editors. good episode y'all did a really good job uh i thought it was awesome it really yeah. was it was a good one. i have to say that like uh with 15 people, everybody is a contender right now. Everybody has played amazing games. I think it speaks to the power of uh, everybody who was in the game at this point. I remember at this point in the game, I was like, I don't know who the hell is going to win this thing. But I hope 
I almost hope it was every single one of you guys because you guys were all so awesome. Uh, so we're almost at an hour and 45 minutes, which is nuts. So I'll let you guys go. I mean, Megan. I'm a gabber. I'm sorry. I talk no, no, no. and talk. I'm having a time in my life, and I know that our audience is too. Uh, do you guys have a funny memory that you want to share before we log off for the night about uh, everything that's happened so far in the game? I mean, time? or even maybe something from the gay garage, whatever you want to talk about. Now, the gay garage is. For just be careful. You, just be careful of the I, names you mentioned. Yes. <laughs> just want a warning. Well, I do want to say that the gay Raj is where the dragon slayer lives. <laughs> uh, for those of you that don't know, he's alive and well and living in Minnesota. I'm pretty sure. So. <laughs> it says identical twin. I promise you, this guy, he is every bit as cool. He's so much fun to hang out with. And uh, we hung out in the gay garage until dawn when we wasn't supposed to. Of course, this one, yours truly, this old biscuit, tainted the jury, snuck them to the gay garage, uh, got, got them to pass the Dragon Slayer's test, and then we played cornhole till dawn. And it was probably one of the best nights I've had in a long time. It was so much fun. And there's so many memories and at the end of all this, everybody can actually tell all the stories. Uh, but it was some really, yeah. really good times. It, it, it was, uh, yeah, like there was, oh, it was so much fun. I wish I could say, but I, I can't spoil nothing. But it was just, the gay Raj was a happening place. We'll just say that. It was a good time. Oh, yes. What about you, Janicky? <laughs> I just remember it it was Don. I think I had gone there once, but I remember it was Don. It was time to get up. And here comes Elaine walking up the hill. And I look at her and I go, like, have you gone to bed at all? Nope. She's like, no. She's like, we got to go travel. <laughs> In 30 minutes, I took a power nap. I was like, I'm going yeah. to take a power nap. I don't think I slept. I tried to lay down for 30 minutes. And uh, yeah, Savannah, she could tell you all about it. It was one of the best nights ever. We had such a good time. The funny thing is, is like there were so many people that were reluctant. They were, they were so reluctant on going. I would, I would sneak to the garage, and I would sneak back in into into jury camp, and I'd be like, "Hey, what's going on?" I was like, "Yeah, I just want to come to the garage." And they're like, "Uh, I don't. We're not." Brandon said we're not allowed. I was like, "Ah, ah, come on!" And so one by one, I would I would talk people into it. And get them in the gay garage. And then once they got in there and got a little, you know, got comfortable, it was just on. And it was such a good time, man. We had a, we had a blast. Megan, a blast. how about you? So now I'm, like, regretting, like, Janaki, when you asked me, like, would you ever play with Brian? Because now I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I answered, the, like, I answered that the one way, right? Like, because I just wanted to be like, no, I'm not doing that. Um, and I made up every excuse for why I'm not doing that. And it's because there's like so many things that like keep you from doing something scary like this. But then when I listen to like things about like the gay Raj and all of it, it's like, why would you ever like, why would you ever say yeah. no to something like this? And it's the charity is like one thing, but like, yeah. um, I just think that like my best memory is just like how 
it's just so interesting how like now like the the bond and the connection you feel with the people you played with and they're they're so different from you like you mm -hmm. never would make that bond otherwise but like the life i can look at each person and be like wow the life lessons and that's like i know it's supposed to be like funny memories but it's like like to me it's like this is just priceless like what you can take from something like this and whether or not i list my funny memories or my happy memories or my sad memories like there's this, like, it was, it was absolutely like one of the best things I ever decided to do again, even though I was like, I was so scared and, um, I never thought I could learn more than I learned the first time. And it's like, I learned more in the first five minutes. I became a better person. Right. So of course, I mean, like, yeah, it's awesome. What an awesome organization and the people behind the scenes. Um, I, I don't know how you guys pull this off. <laughs> no, I, that's like, honestly, the that's twists exactly and turns and the, that's exactly yeah. what I was saying too. Was is at the end when I was like, "Yo, the, the things that you guys are doing is amazing." Like, yeah, we go and we have a good time. People strategize and people get blindsided. We get Alex's basement at the end of it. Yeah, yeah, and there's some crazy dance off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's just insane things. Off. Yeah, the dance off. You, I remember. We remember the dance off. <laughs> but anyway, like, there's all these crazy things that happen, but. When you get down to the root of it, you you have you had a couple people that had an idea, right? Just a small idea. They they had a dream of, you know, we could take this and turn this into something and look where you're at. Like what was it? It was like seventy-two thousand dollars for charity. And y'all started with nothing, right? You started from nothing. Yeah, that's like a huge, but I can't make it away. Yeah. No, nah, but that's that's a huge compliment. It's you have what you took one grain of sand, right? You placed it in that pearl. You know, you placed it in the oyster and it became a pearl, basically, right? Like that's freaking like who does that? Y'all do that. That's who does that. You know what I mean? Like that's amazing. That's cool shit. I ain't never done nothing like that. That's a that's cool. Well, we appreciate that, but I also gotta say, like, we cannot take that much credit because the cast is what raised that seventy-two thousand dollars. You guys were awesome this year, and I've just gotta say, like, I I know this question question wasn't necessarily for me, Naomi, and it's not necessarily a funny memory either. But it's something I'd love to end on is I just think that like this cast, they stepped it up this year. Mm -hmm. um, we've talked like season four. If anybody watched, was super strategic, and this season might not have been like as many like suspenseful strategic moves but we had a lot of heartfelt moments and it was like every single time that somebody was eliminated i was sitting there like my heart was breaking for them i mean i cried at some of your guys exit confessionals more than you did on your own so it was just one of those moments like i we like for me it was fun being like okay this has grown like as elaine said it's grown but it hasn't like from our end it hasn't grown in the sense of like like the money's great that it's grown but at the end of the day like the being able to make an impact not only on people in need but also like the people that are playing this event and then the people that are volunteering and helping it's just it's awesome to see the growth and i'm glad that you guys were all part of it because it would not have been the same if it wasn't for the three of you this year or naomi for you coming out and helping as well i'm pointing the wrong way in the camera there we go that way uh um so thank you well yeah, listen i not murdering me i've never been to minnesota it was well worth the trip. I met some awesome people, but you Minnesota people are nuts. Y'all <laughs> crazy for what y'all do for a good time. Like, <laughs> no, nah, it was such, it was, it was cool, yo. Like, yeah. I don't know if I, I don't know if I would play again, but I told you I'd be down to come back and do a little hosting, a little, uh, you, you know how they brought Cochran out on a boat. You can, <laughs> you can bring me out in a, in a wagon or something and let me go. <laughs> 
Yeah. Only, only like a red tiny wagon where somebody yes. has to like drink. No, you know, put a lead on the golf cart. You know, the golf carts are zipping around yep. all the time. Yeah, yeah, put me on the cart. Let me stroll up and be like, yo, you want to go for a ride? Let's go to lunch, you know? <laughs> like, I might be down to do some things like that. And then, I mean, I I, I know you guys, the event place changes for, from time to time. So I don't, I don't know if you guys would be back at the gay rush again, but I could always just host events in the gay rush for the people that, <laughs> get sent home or something you know what i mean like i don't know well like, elaine you're welcome at any season you want to come to you are more than welcome to be there we'd love to have you you're part of the live to give family now so i appreciate that yeah we'll we'll have to see what the old lady says because you know my, i'm married now and she bring is the, the old mouse. Lady, bring the old lady with she can see what the game you can't call about. the old lady Alex. <laughs> Yo, sorry sorry the, <laughs> the moderately aged woman <laughs> listen she hates it when i say that it's a redneck thing it's like my old lady whatever yeah she hates it but she will curse you all to pieces you call her was, so hopefully, like, hopefully she's not watching right now hopefully she don't watch this later now nah, but she <laughs> listen she was gonna come to minnesota because y'all got one of the biggest malls because she loves to do some shopping but it, in the end of it she was like you know this is something that you you really like doing you like i like doing stuff like i i do the give the kids the world and and things like that i like giving back like that and so she's like you know you just go and do your thing and uh, which is super cool. She's always so supportive of uh, my survivor things I, I tend to do from time to time. I mean, who else lets you leave the country for two months and come back and everything's taken care of and business is handled? You know what I mean? Like, she's awesome. Aline, before we go, you should show us some survivor memorabilia. Oh, oh, if I can. All right. She, she'll be able to take it down off the wall. No, no, no. I mean, I could take the camera. There. Let's see. Well, like, I mean, oh, there, there. All right. So, this was made by Todd Herzog, actually. Yeah, Todd's Pop Shop. Yeah, pop, the that's Pop you. Shop. Yeah, that's a little Elaine for you. Can you buy but, that? Yeah, you can, can, buy, can it. buy it. He custom what? he custom makes Funko Pops. It's amazing. Yeah, he custom makes them, and then these are from Perplexor Puzzles. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, he they sent me a few of those. That's my water canteen and stuff from the actual. That's uh, the real show. one. Yeah, that's the real one. This is what I drank out of. Ugh. It's all janky now. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, somebody had uh, painted that or made that. Wow or drew it or whatever, and my wife put it on a canvas. And then back on the back wall, which, can you see that? Lord, somebody get the camera. <laughs> there it is. That's all my tree mail, the tree mails that I took home, and then those are my buffs and yeah. stuff like that. And then That's this, tree mails in, in the frames of the tree mails? Yeah, those are tree mails. And then- you, in, have, you have like six of them. Yeah, and then in the middle are, my, are two of my buffs. And then hold on, and oh then my gosh, that's this so is cool. uh, they still dirty. Smells like fire, yo. You didn't wash it? No, no I didn't wash them. No, nah, I didn't wash them. Why would you wash them? Who look Authentic. at this? Elaine, Who I'm so this hyper stuff? right now. I can't stop talking. I don't want to leave you, so I think I'm gonna go and like watch your whole season before yeah. I go to bed tonight. See. I don't know if she actually could hear you with that. His head was like, no, hear I, you without I, it. <laughs> Megan said she's going to watch her whole season tonight. She's so hyper and just so excited to talk about Survivor. Um, oh, yeah. Guys, this 
This is so much fun. Elaine, thank you for being here. Janicky and Megan. Oh, wait, can, for I, joining can me I show again. you one thing? Can I Absolutely. show you one thing? Absolutely. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I'm not going to stop until we're ready to go. Hold on. Elaine's at work. Let me scooch back in here. <laughs> okay. So my wife made me this little book, right? That's when I went to open casting. Can you see that? Shit. <laughs> we can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And then this is my, my, that was my number at open casting, which I thought was awesome. There's a picture standing in line at open casting. And then this is the questions that they wanted to ask you. And then this is uh, money from Fiji. My wife made this for me. Wait, let's oh. see if she's got my. Uh... But she made me like a little book of like all my survivor stuff. I just thought it was cool. But that right there. It is very cool. She's a, she's a keeper. Yeah. I, I put a ring on it. Don't get no ideas, buddy. <laughs> That's not what I was saying. <laughs> but I thought that was awesome. And then see, my tree mail was in this book. And she took it. Here, I'll get one and bring it over. Megan, do you remember when we were yeah. at the Mall of America and we ran into you? Me, Alex, and Nick ran into you. And that was one of my favorite moments. We just ran into you right after this whole traumatic That weekend. was right after, too, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. That was see, right after. This is one oh of my them. Gosh, uh, Elaine, can you read it say? to us, Elaine? My light. This freaking light. Hold on. This just is read worst. it to us. Oh my gosh. Like, what if I Hold actually on. got to right. touch one of those real tree males? See it? You better have a fast swimmer. You better have a group that's tight. You better win immunity today so one of them goes away tonight. Ooh. Yeah. And then this is a little shadow box that's got two of my buffs in it. Mm. And then the blue one, of course. But there's a few other ones up there. Uh, some were some were from uh, Lyro because you could see this this the emblem of the, I guess it's a damn lizard. I don't know. And then some <laughs> of them were from from Volkai. Uh, I don't know that like I thought that was so cool that they done that for me. Mm, so it's awesome. Oh, and, and then, <laughs> what's don't that? Ask, don't ask. She made it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but look, it goes on this. So there's like all these little things in my wife. Does. Is that a straw? You drink uh, a straw? Makes it like a Sunday. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then look, I bought this. This is actually bought in Fiji when I'm getting ready to get on the plane. I oh, I it. love that. I bought it for the youngin. It says Cannibal Coconut Doll, Fiji Islands. That would make I'm, a good immunity idol. Oh, do you need me to donate this to you, Alex? <laughs> you, you've no, kept no, enough no. immunity idols, haven't you, Elaine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, nah, but, you know, like, some of this stuff, you know, like the 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 tree mail stuff, like all that. I wore a bracelet from tree mail beads for, for a year and something until it finally broke, and so did Dean. Like, you... And when you're out there, like you don't think about it, but then to be able to look back like after and have it, it's like, oh, I remember that. And it, it brings back all these memories. And I don't know, my wife, 
she's the best. She made my own little room, my little survivor room. So I thought it was hey. cool. Sorry about the camera thing. Yo, I can't work that shit. That shit was, yeah, it was guys, perfect. I got to pop off. Yeah, Janaki, I'm feeling well. well guys, we're headed out. Guys, thank you for being here so much. Uh, remember to follow Let's Give. Check out the new episode. Episode uh, is going to be a big one. It's the merge, so tune in. Alex, Janaki, Megan, and Elaine, thank you guys for being here. We will see your amazing jury questions in a couple weeks. But for now, let's all go get some sleep. And uh, maybe we'll sleep better than you guys did on that jury night. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching and commenting. You guys are amazing. Thank you for your support. And remember, you can donate right now to Live to Give. You guys are always running sort of charitable events, so good on you. Guys, thank you for being here. Say goodbye to the folks at home. Thank you for watching.